Welcome back, everybody, to the Corny Science Podcast. Coming all the way from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, is me, your amazing host, Alex Parada. Thank you for the applause, everyone. Well, today, you guys are in for a treat. We have a very special guest coming in at the end of the show to further our discussion. I'll give you one hint who the man is. He's cheesy and corny. And that's why we have him here at the Corny Science Podcast. However, before we get to that interview, we will be talking about the industry of where our special guest is from and how it relates to chemistry. We will be doing that by looking at the food industry and finding the difference between artificial and natural flavors and also how flavors work. Well, flavors are interpreted by taste receptors in your mouth. These are sometimes known as taste buds. Taste buds can interpret five main flavors. They are sweetness, bitterness, sourness, saltiness, and savoriness. Now, many of you listening have probably heard of artificial and natural flavors. You saw, you mostly see them on the back of your ingredients label on your food. Now, the difference between artificial and natural flavors mainly comes down to where they come from, their origins. Natural flavors are produced naturally by plants and animals, while artificial flavors are produced artificially with chemicals in a lab. Even though artificial and natural flavors can both have the same main compound that makes up their taste, there are still different types of flavors. Natural flavors also contain many different subtle flavors that attribute to their overall flavor, which most artificial flavors lack in. That is why sometimes it is harder to re- to recreate the natural flavor artificially in a lab. Now, as a kid, I've always wondered to myself, and even now sometimes, how do flavors get their taste? Now, I can answer that question because I have the answer. Most of the time in natural and artificial flavors, the flavor is made up of one or two dominant chemicals. These chemicals that dominate the overall flavor are called esters. For example, the ester octyl acetate is the main component used to make an orange flavor. If octyl acetate is added to a food, that food will taste more like an orange than it did before. Generally speaking, esters enhance the sweetness of a substance, but they also contribute to bitterness and savoriness. Well, guys, it seems like I have covered everything. I enjoyed researching this topic for you all. It really was interesting to me. I'll see all you guys here next week on the Corny Science Podcast. Don't miss it. The next episode is going to be great. Good night, y'all. Welcome back, guys. As promised, here's the interview with Chester the Cheetah, the corniest and cheesiest cow with the world. Here you guys go, Dr. Chester the Cheetah. Wow. Thank you so much for choosing me to be on the podcast. It is such an honor to be here on the Corny Science Podcast. After all, my main ingredient is cornmeal, and I do love science. (laughs) Now, Chester, since we've been talking about flavors this past episode, what types of flavors do your snacks include? Well, Alex, our main flavoring is our own cheese seasoning. It is made up of primarily whey. Then I added cheddar cheese, cheese cultures, canola oil, Maltic section, then some good old natural and artificial flavors, and lastly, some yellow six dye, and that's all that makes our world-famous cheese seasoning. Hmm, 
Very interesting. I've always been interested in how Cheetos got their flavor because the flavor of Cheetos doesn't taste natural to me. I had no idea that cheese, the flavoring is made with more whey than cheese. It is weird to think that a cheese-flavored product's main flavor isn't cheese. I can explain why we don't use cheese as our number one ingredient. Since the purpose of the cheese seasoning is to make the chip taste like cheese, we don't necessarily need to add more cheese than any other ingredient into the seasoning. All we needed to make was enough substance to make enough of a cheesy flavor to make the snack delicious while using as low a cost as possible. That's why we use whey first instead of cheese is because it's cheaper to make, but the amount of cheese we add in still produces a flavor that the whole world enjoys. Ah, I get it. It's the business involved that prevents the flavoring to be 100% cheese-based. Well, Dr. Cheetah, you've done a great job at explaining what makes your snack taste so good and why you use the flavoring you do. I'm sure the audience enjoyed your presence here on the Corny Science Podcast. It is always a a pleasure to have you on the show. Yes, yes, indeed. I enjoyed my time here. I still can't believe I was given this opportunity. Thank you so much, Corn Nation, for having me on the podcast. Hopefully I'll see you later. Toodles. Toodles to you, Chester. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Click the like button right now. Link in the description for my merch site. 